0: Hello, and welcome to Life After Child Loss of Parents Grief. I'm Angela, your host. And on today's episode, we will talk about, did they die before their time? Very interesting. So let's get into it. Ecclesiastes 7 and 17. It states, do not be overly wicked, nor be foolish. Why should you die before your time? Upon reading that scripture, I began to not only seek God through meditation and prayer, it caused me to ask that very question. Was it truly my son's time to go? Did he die prematurely? He was only 11 years old. That following month, he would have turned 12. Those thoughts I pondered led me to this part doing this podcast in order to really understand that scripture in its proper context you have to first understand that God doesn't take or call all of our sons and daughters home I know that we've gotten in the habit of saying that God called another angel home but that's not always the case and I know we have to tell ourselves certain things in order to just get through that moment of what we're being dealt. And hopefully as days pass, you'll truly understand better or receive a better understanding for the reason your loved one passed away. But what does that say about God? It is true that God is omniscient, meaning all knowing. So nothing takes him by surprise. He is omnipotent, all-powerful, and can do what he wants. And omnipresent, all-present, can be everywhere at the same time. But before I can truly get into those things and revert to that scripture, I must address the feelings and thought that every single bereaved parent and person um, out there, I, I, I have to share the feelings and thoughts that really goes, that really happens. Understand that in this in no way is an attack on anyone. To, to attack you for how you choose to re- reconcile your loss would be an attack and a contradiction on myself as a parent, a sister, daughter, and friend. And with that being said, when you first receive or realize, if you were there, the news that your son or daughter has departed or transitioned, the shock of it takes over your mind, body and soul. There's a numbness that comes over you that really can't even be put into words, but you're grasping for air, you're forced to Except, and I use that term loosely, in that moment that they're no longer here. Your mind is fogged with dark clouds. Your eyes have filled with tears. And the questions, oh my gosh, the questions of who, what, when, where, and how, they they start, they flood your mind. And none of these things happen one at a time it's all going on at the same time because not only do you have questions, you're faced with the horrible task of preparation and facing of, of facing people, family, friends, uh, funeral directors, etc. And it's not really until after the funeral when the traffic dies down and you still have some time off or maybe you're retired, that you're forced to really face your grief. And that's when those questions that's been in the background of your mind and underneath the shattered heart, your shattered heart, they come at you with full force. Questions like, why? That's the number one, usually the number one question. Why? Why me? Why my son? Why my daughter? God, why are you punishing me? God, why you didn't stop this from happening? God, why you didn't take me instead? And what am I supposed to do now? And the list goes on and on from there. I mean, they they flood you, and you begin bargaining with God for answers. You you go into guilt overload of the woulda, shoulda, coulda's, and I if I had known or if I had been there, and they're all reasonable questions. They're understandable questions. And unfortunately, no one can answer them, which is why i going back to another, our previous uh, episode, I said, asking God why? So we're just looking for, in in those moments, you're just looking for answers in hopes that the pain would ease because we know it doesn't go away. You have questions, feelings, and emotions Because you loved your loved one, your son or daughter that deeply. The questions comes with tear-stained pillows, sleepless nights, continued struggles of looking at all the wrong things that you've done. And yet God in in his omniscience and omnipotence still has you here struggling to grasp what life really means now. You're you're at a place where everything is dark with no light in sight. And and here he, here's the thing that if you're not careful that will flood you as well. And in the emotion behind it. And I really want our listeners my listeners to understand that in that moment, in that, that first week, most people the most people um, are around that first week, during that first the first few days for some and the first week for others um, before the funeral. And everyone is saying what they know to say from a caring heart. And in the back of our minds, we're like, don't tell me how weeping may endure for a night and not tell me how long the weeping will last don't tell me to look to a hill from for help when I can when I can barely hold my head up don't tell me to give give God the beauty for ashes when my soul is now the ugliest thing within me the ugliest thing about me, those rhetoric remarks of now I have an angel looking out for me well where was my son or daughter's angel looking out for him or her? And I'm, I, again, this is not a bashing moment. What I'm saying is I, I won't really want everyone to understand what this does, the thoughts that are in our head, because this, and, and even as bereaved parents, we have been where you are before it was our time to um, go through this we've said the same things to other people because we didn't know we didn't know we didn't understand what this really and truly felt like i'm just simply saying want others to understand that in in our moment of anger, hurt and frustration and our brokenness we're really unable to receive what your 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 well-meaning words, because the only thing we want back in those moments is our child, and you can't give them give them back, and God won't. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Everything I said before the break doesn't really begin to scratch the surface of what a parent. Or what parents face. And this, all of this can go across the board for any loss. I'm only sharing from a parent's perspective. And again, this won't be the truth for everybody. And for every um, person that has lost a child, a son, or a daughter. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of our sons and daughters have indeed died before their time. And because of free will, I know a lot of times we are asked that question, God, why did this happen? Why did you allow this to happen? And we have to really understand, you may, it may take you years to get it and really accept it. But because of free will, we have free will and god doesn't interfere in free will and the enemy is out there he gets in gets into people and tragedy tragedy happens you know and that's not taking that lightly i'm that's just a truth that we're forced at times to accept whether we want to or not And it's not really that God allowed it to happen. Some things God does allow. But some things he doesn't stop. And that's another topic for another episode. But I think that over time we'll get it. We'll grasp a lot of. The challenges that we face as bereaved people, bereaved parents, you know, bereaved siblings, all of that. We will, we'll grasp it over time. And there's so many challenges that parents face when it comes to um, a child loss that it's overwhelming. And I'm not sure uh, if any of you read the article on social media uh, last week about the parents who chose to share the real truth about their son in his obituary. And I'll provide a link to that in the description of this podcast. And I brought that up because of its its significance to the scripture. His, his parents provided an ugly truth about their son. And I have to say, I'm sure that took an amount of strength to do so because in reality as it pertains to our children you can raise them right and because they have free will to do and make their own choices it doesn't change our love for them as parents but our willingness or unwillingness to admit to admit such an ugly truth is on us they told uh, he he was he was shot in a drug deal gone bad, and they shared it all. They shared all of it, and in, in doing so, they also prayed that he hadn't um, done that to someone, else, someone else's child. And it doesn't mean that his parents aren't grieving. It means that they had to embrace or chose to embrace a di- different type of acceptance in order for them to grieve with some sort of peace. And this won't be the truth for everybody. Acceptance of one's own child's death doesn't make you immune to the feelings and emotions that something, um, that that our child, the child is gone. And I think after you read that, you take time out to read that, um, what, what the, those parents decided to share. It gives us all something to really think about. One thing I found out while on my journey, and I've said it before, is, sometime, is anytime someone's child passes, whether I know them or not, whether you know them or not, a part of you relives your own tragedy, and therefore you feel that other, those other parents' pain. You feel it and you, you understand it on a different level. And for me, I'm, I'm here to represent the whole community of parental bereavement as a whole community. And there are communities within this community based on ages and the manner in which they died and in in because of what I'm doing now this is not something that I take lightly I hope that by doing these podcasts it it not only helps the bereaved parents but it also but also those who aren't bereaved that they gain or that you gain insight on what parents deal with And what you can do to help. We'll be right back. Welcome back. In closing, I want to send a happy heavenly birthday shout out to my little brother, LaMarcus Canley. He would have turned 29 on today, March 2nd. I miss you, little brother. And I think of you daily. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember to subscribe. On your listening platform. Like our page on Facebook. Life After Child Loss. Instagram. At Life After Child Loss. Follow us. We'll follow back. Twitter. Parents Grief 101. Website is coming soon. Please leave your questions and observations. Again. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Stay tuned. In the next week or so. We have some big news coming up and we also have some events that we want to share with you guys and we want everyone to be a part of and um again in christ we find purpose for the pain strength for the struggle and faith for the fight love you be blessed